folks, and welcome to another Saturday morning Samuel Flange. I'm Matt. Once again, I am Benjamin Les. Uh, again, just for the month of January, we'll have him back in February, I'm pretty sure. We have a lot of stories for him to tell us. And uh, I'm going to come back with two more top fives, because I'm on my own. And uh, these were ideas. One, I'm, re I'm bringing back, because I'm updating my top five list, because I noticed the last time I did this, <clears throat> just about everything I... Um, uh, well, now my, my list has changed. Let me just say that. Should I start with this one now? Now I'm thinking I should start with this one. Yeah, let's start with this one. Um, top five movies I like to see in theaters. Uh, I, I saw a lot of the ones I wanted to see in theaters again. And so thinking on it, I said, you know what? I can make a new top ten. I mean top five. And I did. I'm only cheating once on these because I need both part one and two. Uh, so there's going to be a twofer on here. But uh, other than that, I got a top five here. I think it's great. Folks, if you don't know, one of the things I love doing, my top five movies I saw in theaters last year was most of them were movies that had already come out before. I love watching movies that had already come out before. Big bucket list ones being The Grinch and um, uh, uh, oh, Big Lebowski. Oh, my goodness. Those were, those were great to see in theaters again. Uh, I've seen a lot of other ones, too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, and many, 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 many more that meant a whole lot to me seeing in the theaters again. Karate Kid. And so there's uh, five more that I definitely want to see in theaters. And so this is my new top five list. Already this year, uh, in April or March, I think, March, I think, Labyrinth is coming out. I would love to see Labyrinth. I haven't seen it in a while. And I've been hankering to see it again. But if it's coming out in theaters, I can wait till March. I cannot wait to see it in theaters. That is... Probably, probably going to be my top five movies, I won't lie. Uh, a lot of these movies, the older movies that I watch again, uh, usually make it into the top five. I think the only one that didn't was uh, Groundhog's Day, but I loved Groundhog's Day. Um, just didn't make it in my top five. <clears throat> but um, that is one. And then another one that I, I'm pretty sure was on my last list, and now it's coming to theaters in July. My good friend Michael showed me it, uh, and he showed me it for Monroe. I didn't know he was talking about Monroe. I said, he said, are you going to go see this? I said, yeah, if it ever hits Monroe, I would. And he said, it is. I was like, yeah. So I'm already getting Mikey from Saturday Morning Sam Flange, Benjamin in on this. We're going to go see, in July, I cannot wait, never-ending story, the movie. Oh, my goodness. Hold the phone. I don't even know if my brother, my brother and my sister may go with me, too. Um, pretty freaking big event for us. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask my brother if he'll want to go. But man, oh man, I cannot wait to see Neverending Story. That will definitely be on my top five movies of 2024. I'm telling you that right now. It's so hard to tell <clears throat> what movies are coming out and you know, at the Cinemark here. We live right around the corner from Cinemark. And so it's so hard to tell what movies are coming out uh, because they kind of hide that information. And um, I check it every once in a while just to see if anything recent is coming out. That's how I found Labyrinth. And... Um, but uh, that never any stories coming. Oh, oh man, that's great. And then I got to see the Grinch in theaters. I mean, is and I thought about this. There is not another Christmas movie. Hold on. Yeah, there's not another Christmas movie on here um, because I don't know what other Christmas movie I'd love to see. If they play National Lampoon's Vacation, Christmas Vacation, yeah, I'll go see that in theaters. If they play Muppets Christmas Carol, which they did once, and I I just couldn't go that week. Um, I would definitely go see either one of those in theaters. Uh, I don't think I saw either one in theaters. I don't think I saw Muppet Christmas Carol. I saw a lot of the Muppet movies in theaters, but I don't think I saw that one. 
Um, oh, dang. If they brought some Muppet movies back, I'd probably want to see those too. Great Muppet Caper, uh, Muppet Takes Manhattan, and the Muppet Movie. I would watch any Muppet movie in, in the movie theater again. But that wouldn't be my top five. This is still my top five as I'm thinking about it. <clears throat> Let's get to it. And, then, and by the way, there, folks, there's a lot of movies out there I would love to see in theaters. I would love to see in the. Oh, dang it. I just thought of another one. Hold on. Would it beat any of these? Oh, I guess it wouldn't. So I'm going to say honorable mention. One I just thought of, Tremors. I'm a big Tremors fan. I never saw the original in theaters. So I remember where I was when I saw it. I thought it was really cool. And I really remember Tremors too. That was a big impact in my life there when I watched that. But uh, that sealed my fate becoming a Tremors fan. I would love to see the original Tremors back. Will they ever come back? I don't know. I never say never, right? But uh, I don't know. They're not Universal's not that big on Tremors. <clears throat> anyway, so number five. And this, these, these, except for one, all have a shot on coming back into theaters, I think. Uh, number five is Predator. The original movie, never got seen in theaters. Would love to see it on the big screen. That movie was made for the big screen. I love Predator. The first Predator movie is the best Predator movie. The second one is okay. It's okay. It's not that bad, but it's okay. Uh, and then, let me see. Prey that came out recently was really good. Uh, Predators, plural, was good. And The Predator sucked. Sucked. It sucked so bad. Uh, but the first one is the best one, and I would love to see that one again in theaters. Number four is Aliens, of course. If you saw Predators, you want to see Aliens. Aliens by James Cameron, the second one. Oh, I'd love to see that again. I know Alien, the first movie, came out, and we did not go see it. This is very early during the pandemic. I think it came out, and my brother and I talked about it, but we just didn't go see it. And I told him, I said, dude, if it's Aliens, I'm there, you know. <clears throat> and thinking back, probably should have seen Alien uh, in theaters. <clears throat> but Aliens, oh, God bless America. I'd love to see that one in theaters. I'd love to see that one. Now, I'm done with, uh, am I done with sci-fi series? Not yet, but I'll give another one. One that, you know, I mean, Terminator 2 was the first R-rated movie I saw in theaters. I'd probably watch that again. Same with Terminator since I never saw that in theaters. But again, those all fall Far distant from this top five. So, yeah, I'm still good. All right, number three, Temple of Doom. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. I loved it. And we watched the other ones on DVD. And I really, really appreciate Temple of Doom. Yes, it's the, the least of the three, you know, uh, Indiana Jones, the original Indiana Jones movies. But it is leaps and bounds better than anything else that came out. And it's not that bad of a movie overall. <clears throat> just because I think Raiders and Last Crusade, Last Crusade is number uh, three by uh, two, by the way. <clears throat> so I'll talk about both of them here. But I separated these two. Um, Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. When I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, I loved it. And I said, man, they should play all three of the originals here. Um, Last Crusade and Raiders, I go back and forth on which one I love best. I really, really love them both. I really love them both almost equally at this point. And then Temple of Doom is a respectable second. Not a close second, not a distant second, but a respectable second. Followed by that is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is, you know, standing on the top stair of the basement. And then buried under the basement is the last movie that came out. So, <clears throat> you know, that's kind of how I feel about the other two movies. But 
The uh, first three movies are great, and I would love to see them all in theaters after I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then finally, number one, this is cheating. One of them did come out in the UK for a brief time, the Ewok movies. Lucasfilm will never bring these out. They'll never let these see the light of day in a movie theater, even though, even though I argue they could make a little cash for them. Wouldn't hurt them to release them. Um, but the first one, I believe it was called Ewok Adventure or Caravan of Courage, got a UK release for a little while. I would have loved to have seen that. Um, I love these movies, of course. I'm a big Ewoks fan. And to see them on the big screen, baby. The two TV movies on big screen. Oh, I would be there in a heartbeat. I would buy multiple viewings, even though I think they only show one viewing every time. No, maybe they show two a night. I'd be at both, man. I'd do, I'd do the movie back-to-back. I love the Ewok movies. Alas, we will never, I don't think we will ever see these cross a movie theater again. You know, unless there's some special technology that comes out in the future where, you know, you can rent out a movie theater, you know, for 100 bucks, 200 bucks with a bunch of friends, 500 bucks, I don't care, and then pick a movie. You know, if it's on that list, maybe um, it'll be available. And I'll do it. I'll do it. If they could, uh, you know, pull up their Rolodex and show me a big screen movie, I'd love to see that one on the big screen. Oh, it'd be awesome. So, anyway, there it is. Uh, top five movies I'd like to see in theaters, the 2024 edition. Now, I'm moving on. Moving on to board games. My board gamers there. I'm going to talk about top five board game experiences. I've had a lot of fun playing board games over the years. I've had a lot of good memories. I've had a lot of good games. And looking back at some of my games, I can remember those specifically. But then I was thinking, <clears throat> what were my top five? Now, this is one that I want to do, but I don't... Benjamin and I have maybe... I, I mean, he may remember more than I do, but there, there are two... No, there are three in particular. Two of these actually happen to be with Benjamin, now that I think about it. And then there's one more that's an honorable mention. We were playing the game Valletta. And in Valletta, uh, we had tied at the end, but we didn't know what the tiebreaker was, and it was resources, which he had enough to get uh, a point out of, and I didn't. Or I had one point, he had two or something. So he actually would have ended up winning after the fact. We didn't, We found out, because it, it, they wrote it on the back of the, the rule book, and I hate that when they put it, put it on the back of a rule book. Um, tiebreaker. So we didn't see it. We both searched the rule book, but didn't look at the very back of the pay, you know, the back, back of the cover, and uh, see it. So uh, anyway, that, that was a kind of honor mention, but uh, he is actually in two of these top five now that I think about it. So, but I don't think we could have come up with top five together. <clears throat> he certainly couldn't have, couldn't have done it. So this one I just had on the back burner, and I'm so happy that I could go over these now. Number five is the time I played a six-player game of Spartacus. It was with my nephew and two of his friends, uh, two of my nephews, I think, and two of his friends, and me and someone else, probably three of their friends then. But I don't know. I just know there were, no, 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 all three nephews, me, and their two friends. That's how we got six. We wanted seven, but someone didn't show. And if we got seven, that, I don't know. But this, uh, Spartacus is one of my favorite games of all time. It's always been number three, usually. Um, and playing a, you can play up to seven players in this one. And playing six players is awesome. It is awesome. Because uh, when someone gets to nine, or whatever it is, 11, right before 12, everyone 
is ganging up against that one house. I got to it first. I was one point away. Everyone started uh, conspiring against me with their cards, and I was just could not get that last point. Well, then my nephew jumped right up there with me to number eleven. He was one point away. Well, then everyone else started splitting their you know uh, points against him and me. And of course, I was throwing them on my nephew because I didn't want him to win. He was throwing it on me, so we canceled each other out. And the other two wisely broke out two and two and started attacking both of us. Well, then a third person hit the mix. So now there's three of us. It's my uh, cousin's uh, oldest son. And now there's three of us tied for first with one point away and, you know, three other people on the outs. And, of course, everyone is playing cards against everyone, but eventually it's going to break, right? Someone is going to break through and get that last point. Who's it going to be? And it was none of us. It was my cousin's second oldest. He was back by three points. Three points he was back. And in one round, he did it. He got to be the host, which gives you a point automatically. He won the battle, which gives you a point. And now he was tied with us, too. I was like, wow, it's a four-way tie right now. Um, with my other nephew close behind. He had, he ended the game with eight, I believe. Or, or I don't know, two, maybe ten, let's say. And my other nephew was way far away. He had like six. He wasn't going to win. But uh, I was like, wow, now it's going to be a four-way tie. But then he played a card that gave him an extra victory point. Because of something that happened in the field, he he wounded someone in battle. He also gets another point. That was one of his objectives. And he won the game. It was huge. I did not win. <clears throat> and uh, it was great. It was great. In fact, um, not all of these experiences I won at. Actually, two of them I did not, and that was one. The second one I did not win at happens to be at number four. It was our very first Zombageddon. I picked the first one, even though we've had tons of great ones over the past. Uh, this past year, we played one. I loved it. I loved it. Um, uh, uh, Zombies is you know the game that got me, my gateway game, as they say, that got me into the hobby. And so I'll forever be grateful for it. I love zombies. We don't play it you know, hardly at all anymore. But we did play a big Zombageddon. Uh, and then I played the expansion with my kids and my wife. But uh, other than that, we don't really play it as much. And I love it. I love the game, but like I said, there's other games in my collection. Zombies has kind of been passed over over the time. But I always love a zombie game. I always love throwing everything on the board and going for it. Um, we, me and my nephews played through Dead Time Stories. That was a lot of fun when we did that one Christmas break. Um, and there's a lot of others. There's, of course, the zombie game that I won, which was really awesome. Uh, I won the last one that we played. Uh, by total, someone wasn't thinking and gave me the win. I was not going to win. I had I, I was ahead in zombie kills, but I was so far behind in the game that people started killing off the other four people in the game started killing off all the zombies. Uh, four or five people. I think we had six total. So the other five people were just killing off all the zombies, making sure that I could not get my 50th kill. Because in zombie game, you have to have 50 kills. And then someone wasn't thinking and played a card that put a zombie on me, and I killed him. And killed a bunch of them. They put a bunch of zombies on me and got got me to 50. Um, but I, there's no way I could have caught up with them. I was so far behind. <clears throat> and so there's a big wasteland between me and them, which is a risk if you stay behind and try to kill zombies and win by zombie count. Because if you run out of zombies, you're screwed. 
Yeah, and so I thought I was screwed, but won. So that, that even that one was a great one. My the second one we played was a great one, you know, because we had the probably the most we'd ever had in the Zombiegeddon. I believe it was 18 players. 18 players. That took forever, but it was so much fun. Um, but the number one was the first one. The first one was just classic. We played on the floor, I remember, back when I could play on the carpet without my knees and back going out. Um, but we played on the floor. We had a great time. And, uh, yeah, uh, it, it was just great. And I know who won. I remember who won. Because by accident, he, he got left behind and started killing zombies because there was nothing else for him to do. He goes, guys, is it 50? And we said, yeah, it's 50 to win. He goes, okay, because I think this is my 50th one. And I went, what? And, of course, that started a strategy. You know, lag behind, let others get ahead, and then kill off all the zombies that they left behind. Maybe you'll win the game. And it is a strategy still done. Like I said, I've won by it. <clears throat> so has other people. But that that was a, a big win uh, for him. And that's kind of what started the whole thing. You know, it's like the first game of Survivor. There wasn't such a thing as alliances. You know, but Richard Hatch found, made the first alliance and went all the way through. And now alliances are part of the game now, making an alliance. And that's basically what, his name was Micah. Let me see. Different winners. Micah, Julie, me. I've won a lot of them. I won a lot in the middle. And the last one. Because we hadn't played one in a couple years. So maybe I've... Uh, surely I haven't won them all. CJ was going to win one. And Emily, his wife, was going to win one. <clears throat> but got, got, got cut out by the last minute. I feel like there's someone else who won. But I, I remember the first... Two or three winners were not me. It, I, I know it was Micah, which is CJ's older brother. It was Julie, my friend Julie, who I, I talked to every once in a while, but I, I you know she's a she's a doctor now, so she didn't have time for games. And some I want to say there's another girl who won. But uh, either way, though, I didn't win until way later, and then I, I think I've gotten the win since. I don't know. We haven't been keeping that touch of it. But anyway, that first one was just epic. Okay, so. Number three, this is with Benjamin now. It was, there, I have Space Hulk. I have a lot of memories playing Space Hulk. Probably second runner-up for Space Hulk, I thought about this one, was where my buddy Tim, oh, I missed him so much, and he doesn't respond much to texts anymore. And when he comes in, he comes in to see his in-laws, and on the day he leaves, he drops by and sees his mom and dad. Like, he does not want to stay in this town. But I've been begging him, whenever he comes in, just tell me. I'll work around his schedule because I want to see him again. He was so much fun to play with uh, games and stuff. But uh, we played with someone else. It may have been Nick too. But we were playing a, a three-player game of Space Hulk, meaning two sets of Marines and me as the aliens. And he had this blow... It's, it's, it's the blowtorch thing. It only has six shots. And after that, the guy's dead. So Tim said, screw it. And he shot all sh shot. He shot a shot in every direction, and killed me. And actually won the game with his last shot. I mean, it was because I only had to get one alien to survive those, and I could not. And he wiped me out completely. And they won the game, and that was a big one. But the biggest one was with Benjamin by far. Uh, Benjamin had the strategy uh, to open up this door, which I thought I was. I can't as an alien. I can't open up locked doors. But he opened up this door. Uh, early, which was, I thought, a dumb idea because now I could take him from both sides. But it was smart because Benjamin knows that at the very beginning of the game, you're slowly, as you're the alien, you're slowly getting more powerful over time because, you know, you're going to have more and more aliens on the board. Not all of them are just going to die. 
So <clears throat> eventually, I was going to have so many aliens, I was going to trap him. And so to stay out of that trap, he opened up to another exit so that I could come at him on both ways, thereby thinning out my crowd, and he could manage killing aliens. And he got a way farther in the game than he ever should have because he opened up that door early and didn't have much resistance on either pathway because I was trying to cover both. And then, of course, my aliens started beefing up. I started knocking down his uh, Marines. They were trying to get in this room. And depending on how many made it to the room uh, would you know make it harder for me uh, to get a die roll. Well, he... If he would have gotten one more Marine in there, I remember that he was going to automatically win. But he didn't. And now it came down to a die roll. But because he had so many Marines that got through, uh, I had to roll a six. You know, it would usually be two through six, five through six, four through six. I was thinking, oh, man, come on, let me kill him up. I didn't. And so I had to roll a six. I rolled it, and I remember it rolled under a piece of paper. And I and we looked at each other and went, does that count? He went, yeah. I said, do you want to lift it? And so he lifted it. And it was a six. I felt so bad. He thought it was a great game. Benjamin still remembers this game because we laugh about it. Uh, I felt so bad. I was like, wow, luck of the roll destroyed his. I mean, honestly, he played that level brilliantly. Brilliantly. <laughs> I felt, and in fact, why do I feel bad about winning? I just do because he really did make the best move. I did not, I thought it was a dumb move, but it turned out to be a really smart move. And I really appreciate smart moves in the game, moves that make me think. And I was like, wow, I never really saw that coming. Great move, great game. But, but, uh, he, uh, he lost because of a lucky, lucky, lucky die roll. Um, but Space Hulk, if I'd have lost that one, it would still been number three on the list. It still would have been number three. Space Hulk, what a memory. Number two is TI4. I have a lot of good memories with Twilight Imperium, obviously. I've won every game. Um, <clears throat> thinking back, I've had some close calls. I've had some great moments. I had a moment where I scored five, yay, five points in one turn. Um, I was able to achieve two objectives, two number two objectives, and then a secret objective. And how did I achieve two objectives in one round? Of course, I had the number eight, which lets me achieve an objective right then and there. That was pretty epic. That's not in my top five. Another one was when I was the Gene Splashers. I can't remember their name right now. And a good move, my nephew got everyone to turn around and attack me and just, just try to wipe me out from the board. And I had just my home planet and one other planet in front of me and a very small army, and they had surrounded me. They had done well in their alliance to just wipe me out to make sure I didn't win. But it just so happened that my alien ability was anyone who attacks me, now I have their special ability. Suddenly, I went from, you know, in the weakest position, the weakest player in the game, to the most powerful player in the game. I had all seven of their special abilities. So I was a, my technology was, uh, I was getting technology faster. I, I could, uh, I can't remember what else it was. My movement was better. My exploration was better. My you know, war, I got a plus one in war. You know, I mean, I got all these bonuses now all of a sudden. No, I mean, it was just a perfect storm. Like, everything. Everything was working out for me. I was like, yes! You know, because I had so many uh, special abilities to cycle through. And if you have that many special abilities, you're kind of overpowered. But they all attacked me. And that's the only way I ended up winning the game is because at the very end, I became literally unstoppable. 
<coughs> my nephew was complaining about it, but he had to come over and read the rules there on that one because that was one of the expansion aliens. He's like, man. I was like, yep. It's like they're, they're the uh, character version of the uh, necrovirus. Necrovirus can steal your technology. I will steal your special abilities in the game. And so, I mean, and all the special abilities just happened to be the perfect ones that were just so... I was balancing politics and everything, man. Trade. I think I had everything I needed uh, to win that game. It was just so, so friggin' sweet. I loved it. I loved it. Um, but uh, that wasn't... That wasn't my number one. My number one for Twilight Imperium, which is my number two, uh, was when I convinced everyone... I was going to lose. I remember I sent a picture to Bernardo from Tabletop Island saying, The King Has Fallen. It was the last round. <clears throat> my nephew had Mechatol Rex. All he had to do was play eight, which he had in his hand, and he would have won it all. He would have won it all. And I made and I and I took a picture. I told I told Bernardo it's all over at the end of this round. My nephew's gonna play his card and win. And when I told everyone, hey guys, thanks. This has been fun. I want to congratulate Jaken for winning the game, dude. You did good. You did good. He went, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. And everyone's like, wait, what? Jaken won. Jaken won. I was like, yeah, guys, you let him get number eight. You know, I said so. All he has to do when it comes to his turn, he plays it. He's on Mechatol Rex. He gets his point to win. And I said, so there's nothing we can do to stop him because he has a huge army on Mechatol Rex. He was waiting for this. He played flawless. He won the game. He beat me by one point. Well, then everyone turned on my nephew. And they started throwing all their armies one after the other. They were just annihilating themselves, but weakening his army each time. And so there was like three or four people who attacked him. Finally wiping him out and taking him out, taking out Mechatol Rex. By the way, meanwhile, Matt had a secret mission he had completed that round. And I ended up winning the game. I convinced everyone to attack my nephew who was leading. That was incredible. That was, in, and I, you know, Bernardo wanted to hear about me losing. I called him and said, you're not going to believe this. I ended up winning. He said, how? And I told him. <clears throat> that kind of smooth talking would never work now. I've had some... Well, the last game we played was pretty close, you know. Um, I won. I always stayed one point ahead. But uh, Twilight Imperium, favorite game of all time, and that was the best. That was the best uh, win I ever got. And I've gotten a lot of wins, but I, I'll be honest. I, I do feel that a loss is coming soon. I'll, I'll be glad. I'll shake the hand of the person who beats me. I'll be happy to lose. So... What is the number one board game experience? It is, uh, there, there's uh, no thought put into this. I already knew. If Benjamin was here, he'd say it too. Time stories. Um, now, I, I kind of don't want to do spoilers, even though we do have a spoiler podcast on this. But <clears throat> Time Stories is an amazing game. Uh, my buddy Dwayne is going through it right now. He finished the first adventure. He's buying the second one, playing it hopefully soon. Maybe by now he's played it. Um, and buying them all. I, I'm, I'm so envious. I've played through this twice. I have loved all my experiences with this game. This is a great game. It should have been my number one game when it came out, but I had a stupid rule that I still kind of have it. Uh, you cannot have the newest game you bought that year be number one. Cult of the New. I refuse to do that. And I probably... So it got ranked number two. 
<coughs> you know, just because it couldn't be number one. It should have been number one that year. I should have made it number one because now, what is it, number 12? I don't remember where it is. I think it landed right outside my top 100. Maybe it's, maybe it's outside my top 20. I can't remember. But it's just because we're only playing that one extra expansion this year. And the blue cycle isn't as, as good as the white. But, oh, my goodness. Oh, my. And the blue cycle's good, though. Blue cycle's good. But, oh, my goodness. That first time playing through them all, magical. And I will play this game again. I will play through them again. I love the game. I love the story so much. I will play through them again. But hopefully they'll finish up soon. <clears throat> There's no word on when the next one's coming out, which kind of worries me. I really hope they get this one out and just end the storyline because after that, I will play through them all again. I just love the game that much. But uh, so which one was it? Well, I believe it was the fourth one or the first one. It's kind of a tie, but there was something that happens. There's something that happens. And uh, I want to say, no, maybe the first one when our eyes were kind of open. We stayed up late that night. But something happened. And again, I'm not doing spoilers here. That made us get up, run around the room, run outside screaming, and run back. I mean, just awesome sauce. There's so many good time stories, white cycle experiences with the first time I played it with my gaming group. Again, it should have been ranked number one that year. That's how good it was. Like I said, Benjamin and I did tons of podcasts on them, so you can go back and listen to those if you want to know. But that's got to be, by far, my numero uno, my numero uno uh, top five gaming experience. So, folks, in the comments below, here we go. Uh, what movies would you like to see in theaters again? Give me your top five. And then also, if you're a board gamer, top five experiences. Now, that may be a little long-winded. Maybe the movies in theaters will be easier for you, but either way, I'll always be reading it. Benjamin and I always read the comments. Even if Benjamin isn't here, he reads the comments from before. And uh, that's it for now, folks. Uh, I'll probably do one more of these solo. I'm going to check with Benjamin to make sure he's not going to be in uh, next weekend. Uh, so if he's in before then, we can record. If not, then it'll be another solo one of me, your guy, on Saturday morning, Samo Flan.